Welcome back to Return to Oz Minute. We're the Movies by Minutes podcast that's breaking down the 1985 Disney film Return to Oz. 60 seconds of screen time at a time. I don't know if that works, but I'm Tierney Steele. <laughs> and I'm Mike Carlucci. And we just want to welcome back for the second day in a row here, Thomas Howarth. Howarth. It's Howarth, like Howarth art thou. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Howarth art thou, Thomas. <laughs> I'm doing fine. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. This is uh, TikTok week, and this is TikTok minute here on Return to Oz. <laughs> Uh, let's see, I'll give my little summary so that everyone is brought up to speed on Minute 39, which we're talking about today. It starts with TikTok saying he will formulate a plan. I can't not do the voice, I'm sorry. And it ends 60 seconds later with him surveying the damage outside and saying, oh my goodness. And in between, it is mostly them leaving the room and walking down that hallway. Yes. That's what happens in this minute. So I'm kind of a little bit worried that we talked so much about other things and other minutes yesterday because don't have a ton of notes for this one. I think we'll do okay. Oh, I mean, it is a great minute. It's just a lot of marching to the theme. Yeah, so the first thing I want to talk about is the sound, but it's not the marching sound yet. Now, the sound effects that they used for TikTok are amazing, especially his eyes blinking. It sounds almost like two blades yes. sliding against each other, like shing shing. Yes, the little like like an aperture. Yes, it's yeah, it's very distinct and very memorable. And he asks for the lunch pail from Dorothy, and I'm really glad that this is that the lunch pail is like a continuing, not plot point. What's that when an item just keeps showing up throughout the story? Chekhov's gun. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of, but isn't there a word for Mulligan? That? Or uh, uh not Mulligan. It's, um, it's not a mulligan. McGuffin, yes. Oh, yeah. That's the word I was looking for. I just love that like we had such agita about the lunch pail being taken away. And then we had a lunch pail tree and like several episodes dedicated to that, and now it's back. <laughs> oh, I I love his march down the corridor. So So bad. Do they hear the music as well? <laughs> or is that just for us? <laughs> um, is there some I tiny band it's... inside TikTok playing music that helps him walk? Oh my god! I mean, I don't think so, but I would love that. It's <laughs> a fourth crank to wind up the music box. Yes. <laughs> it's actually all integrated into the motion circuits. Ooh. <laughs> it's, it's, um... Do you guys uh, watch, oh shoot, I'm going to mix up the names. It was a sitcom about time traveling starring the guy from the Mindy Project, which I realize is not helpful. Hang on, let me look up. Um, Sliders? No, it was uh, like just a couple of years, it was like this past year, it only had one season. Oh. I'm sorry, I have to do this like the long way around of what's this guy's name? Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to throw this yes. mental image into your mind. Please do, please do. I will get back to you. <laughs> the upside down gymnast and they're playing music. <laughs> Trying to Aww. play instruments to do, to do the sound effects while he walks. Okay, Google. Can Adam you play Adam. a trumpet upside down? Ooh. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. It's just wind. <laughs> Wind still works if yeah, it's upside down. Yeah, but your your diaphragm would be all at the wrong 
everything in your body would be working against it. The worst part would be when you hit the little spit valve. (laughs) That wouldn't work because it's on an angle. Exactly. It just wouldn't, just nothing would happen. (laughs) Oh, all right. So the trick is to Google Adam Adam Pally time travel show. Um, There was a sitcom called Making History. It was not like groundbreaking television. Like this wasn't Breaking Bad. But it was very funny, and there's a scene where Sam Adams and Ben Franklin are brought to the future, and music is playing, and they think it's a tiny orchestra on the speakers, and they become determined to free them. And that's all I can think of now. You talk about the little orchestra inside TikTok's head. <laughs> so for, the, like, the three other people that watched Making History, you're welcome. Well, don't make me go off on a Hamilton tangent. We don't want that again. I gave you your welcome. <laughs> you, it's not my fault you guys didn't pick up on the musical cue. <laughs> Which I realize your welcome isn't from Hamilton, but Same I episode, wasn't very yeah. good at algebra and close enough. Yes. <laughs> There's a transitive property that I'm sure makes it count. <laughs> so I hadn't got a chance to watch the movie beforehand. I've only seen the minutes recently. Um, the triangle in the door that they push open, is that where she used the key? Yes. Okay, I thought so. I just couldn't remember if I was placing it correctly. Yep. So they squeak out through the giant door and march down the hall. And I love... So I've talked about the soundtrack and the uh, multi-track names before. This is part of the Deserted City slash the Wheelers slash TikTok. So you have to go to about minute three of a five-minute song, but... TikTok's march is what I call it. And what most of the internet will bring you if you search for it would be the right thing. Um, It's what I made my sister do for her theme song. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I recognized that. It it should sound vaguely familiar. We did promise that all our like inside jokes and little asides would make sense by the end of this podcast. So we're getting there. Cool. Yeah. So um, now, is there still yeah. food in this lunch pail, or did she eat it already? Is this the one she saved? No, there should still be food because this is what she was saving for later, right? She yeah, she said one for now and the other one for later. So, th- okay. so this is her bastion, two bites out of a sandwich. Yeah, yeah this is the leftover. <laughs> gotcha. I was just wondering. Now, did we see what was in the first lunch pail? Yes. I know there was a ham sandwich and new cheese and sponge cake and a pickle. Am I missing anything well, else from that? Well, according to according to the script, that's what was in the sandwich okay. or in the, in the lunch pail. It was a ham sandwich, a piece of sponge cake, sponge cake, a pickle, a slice of new cheese, and an apple. Oh, I forgot the apple. And. In the movie, though, we just hear Dorothy say a ham sandwich, and then Belina say, I'm glad it's not fried chicken. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) So the rest might have been in there. All right. I'll have notes. I'll have words on that later. We'll we'll get to a different part where I have some Uh some thoughts. (laughs) The the lunch pail brings up a lot of feelings in people. Don't worry. You're not alone. (laughs) No, this paint job is interesting. I think it's interesting that they decided to go with an apple motif with the green on top and the... Um, red bottom so that it's almost like the apples that Dorothy got the first time from trees. Hmm. The the pail itself. Yes. Yeah. It's painted it's... like a basically an apple motif. It's got the red bottom yep. with the green top. Yep. The different um 
It was implied that different ones were right to different degrees. As someone who just brought bananas and now has to eat them all immediately because, I'm sorry, how are you supposed to buy bananas and then eat them in a timely manner and not have it end horribly? I've never mastered that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Easy. You have Small you have 14-year-old kids in your house getting personal. and they do not go bad. Let me tell you that. doesn't matter how many you buy. I, I've never mastered that. You're supposed to buy them slightly green and then they turn... No, no. Um, I just buy them and eat them as quickly as possible. But yeah, she's been carrying this lunch pail since basically she got to Oz. That was one of the first things she did. Yeah. Was pick the lunch pails. And so, yes, this is the one. There should still be another meal in there. Although we don't know. I don't think she checked. So there's like leaves on top are intact. Um... Dorothy carries Belina, and she looks pretty scared as they're walking down here. And she's, like, hugging Belina to her chest, especially at, like, second around second 44. Oh, she, yeah, she's definitely scared, and she's hoping that TikTok's everything that he says he is. <laughs> Which I would say something like, oh, she's got a lot of faith in him for someone who she just met, but that tracks with everything we know about Dorothy from the first movie, from this movie so far... Now, does this, and, I mean, does this chicken change sizes? A little bit, but not horribly noticeably. Because in like the last minute Except of this week, I know I'm reaching a little ahead. She looks very, very large. And right here, she does not look quite as large. <clears throat> I'm sure they're slightly different sizes depending on what's going on. I don't know. I wanted to know more about our filming of chickens and puppets and all that, but unfortunately. Well, at about, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Well, at about second 42, uh, if you freeze frame that, you can see the red of Belina is kind of around Dorothy's mouth or nose or uh, chin area. And the back of Belina, Belina basically looks like a cat. She's sort of long and cylindrical while Dorothy's holding her. Yeah. Which I don't, yeah. I don't know if, how a chicken reacts if you put it in a bear hug. But she starts <laughs> off as sort of, you know, like well, chicken shaped. And as Dorothy's holding her harder and harder, Belina just sort of stretches out. Yeah. Now, do we, do we know if Dorothy's ever holding an actual chicken? Or is it all a puppet? I mean, this is definitely a puppet. I'm trying to think if she ever, like, picks her up when she's a real chicken. But I don't think so i think it's always fake when she's actually holding interacting with it she's been around the real one at least as far as my guess goes <laughs> i have established before that i am not the best at judging <laughs> real chicken versus fake chicken but yeah that's weird because i'm trying to think it's been a really long time since i picked up a chicken i mean i posted a picture to our facebook listener society and I was, like, nine when I took it. Um, but she should be, like, tucking the legs up underneath instead of letting them dangle. I don't think they're dang- I don't know. It's really hard to see in the shadows. But, yeah, this is this is a puppet. You know, this is... She's just hugging away at it. Now, did you guys notice that weird chime noise when the door opened? Is it, like, a musical cue? It seems like it, but it's just an oddly placed ding when the door opens. Like, dinner's... Turn the page. (laughs) Right? Fries are done. (laughs) 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 He has a line here where he says something about customers. 
I apologize. I don't want to turn the volume up too loud, but he says, no, it's okay. they're, uh, interesting customers or they're going to be interesting customers. These wheelers can be interesting. Yes. Why would he use customers? That's just an odd turn of phrase for, especially from a, what I assume is a war machine, not a vendor. Um, and he's not talking about people that are generally known to be customers. Just an odd bit of dialogue. Does this go back to the rampant commercialism of the mid eighties? <laughs> Maybe. Is this the Gordon Gecko draft? <laughs> Everyone's a customer kid. You want a friend, get a dog. By the way, we're <laughs> taking your money. Yeah. Um, I didn't think of it. I kind of like that where he's like, you know, you got to be careful around these guys, which I think, I mean, it contributes to her being scared, but I also do think like, okay, like that's why she's, Trusted him. He asked for the lunch pail. Here's the lunch pail. You do your thing. I, I you know, Dorothy trusts that TikTok has a plan for getting them out of this. I'm willing to go with that. So interestingly enough, uh, in the script, TikTok doesn't say customers. He says these wheelers are very mischievous. Huh. So at, at some point, that was that was a deliberate change from, uh, you know, causing trouble to. Yeah, a customer relationship. I wonder if it's something that dates back to the books and it's like it's just out of sync for us because it's from a hundred years ago. Maybe possibly. Maybe they pulled a phrase there. Well, I'm trying to remember when the book was written because like, is it like slang? You know, like we, we were a couple few weeks ago quoting Edward G. Robinson and say here. So I don't know. I guess it would kind of fit into that. Hmm. I'm just getting a little bit annoyed because now I'm thinking um, there's been a lot of uh, brouhaha in the librarian field over the past couple decades over what to call people who use a library because they used to be called borrowers and now they're mostly called patrons and some places want you to call them customers and librarians are just like, oh, no, (laughs) they are not customers. Especially since most of us did work at a Borders or a Barnes and Noble or something before going to library school. It's like, no, no, we've done this. Now you guys know no, the red tape now. bureaucratics of library dumb. <laughs> yep, yep. So generally called patrons, but I liked borrowers. I don't know why that fell out of favor. I found a lot of people have trouble with the thought process that if you're a patron, then you patronize a place. Because people don't understand that Patronize has two separate meetings. Then you head over to Patreon. It's very It's crazy, yeah. We're going all kinds of places. (laughs) You can be a Patreon and Patreon people. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Yeah, the the Patreon, uh, I don't know, declension or conjugation (laughs) of the word is very difficult to use. It's troublesome to your uh, literal-minded brain. (laughs) Yes. I hear you. So I think it's interesting that in IMDb, I might have mentioned this before, but TikTok actually has three credits in here for three different people. One, the person walking around inside him. The second being Tim Rose, who helped with the special effects. And then the third is Sean Barrett, who did the voice. Yep. Yeah, I think it's neat that he gets three lines. And actually, there's a lot of people that get multiple lines in this movie. I was going nuts trying to line up who was who and who did what. And then there are things where, like, someone's credited as Belina, and I'm like, 
I assume this is the puppeteer. Like, I had so many qualifiers where I was like, I looked at what else they did, and here's my best guess. But I don't, you know, like, I don't know. There's no certainty there. Right. Um, at least with TikTok, there's a lot of information because people heard how TikTok worked and were fascinated by the idea that there's a guy upside down in there. <laughs> Imagine the headache you'd have after work that day. Oh, God. I mean, I've got to imagine this is someone who is, you know, in this line, used to it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, now I wonder, only so many people on this earth could do that. I wonder if there's a resting position. Are the legs sturdy enough that he can take his arms down and rest for a while and just lay inside the little ball? <laughs> I don't think so from the pictures and diagrams I've seen, but... Uh, again, I, I don't know. I just think that'd be that's a fun image to have in your mind. <laughs> he just picks his arms up and just nap. yeah lays down inside there for a little bit, <laughs> wiggles back and forth once in a while, <laughs> plays his instruments, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, his little tiny turns the music box. <laughs> yep. Oh boy. Oh. Musicians are in the army. <laughs> in the army, yes. You're you're in the army now. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, my dad we jokes just, have like, not yet to come, Tierney. We just hopscotch so <laughs> many movie references, and like none of them had anything to do with each other. All right. Um, <laughs> I I know I am good with this minute, which is funny. It's 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 its own little thing. Like this minute is so self-contained, <laughs> other than his last word is slightly cut off at the end here, but it's it's its own little movie almost. Yep, but I'm I'm tapped out for this minute, so. Okay, well, I'm going to miss the musicians, <laughs> but I am excited for our next minute. I He's shocked. Oh, well, I guess the Scarecrow did lock him away before everything happened, but it seems like he did not expect this extent of damage when he's looking around. It's because it's been hundreds of years. <laughs> We don't know, yeah. but okay. All right. <laughs> I'll I'll give it. That's fine. All right. Um. So Thomas co-hosts the Neverending Minute with me, which you can find on iTunes or wherever you found this podcast. And you should continue to find us. Please come back tomorrow, Thomas. I hope you'll come back tomorrow. I will do my best. I realize I shouldn't speak for you, saying <laughs> you know can't wait for tomorrow. Um, and then if you, I mentioned our listener society. So if you go to Facebook and look up Oz Minute, you'll find a page to like this podcast. And you'll also find a listener society that you do have to ask to join, but that's just to make sure you're a real person. <laughs> and if you're looking for more, we're at returntoozminute.com, weogtiogpog.com. Osmond on Twitter and Facebook. Everything you can want. <laughs> Those are some fun abbreviated plugs, but we will close out with the magic words. Weog. Tiog. Piog. I like that The Rock also stars in this movie. He plays all the rocks. <laughs> and that rock, and that rock, and this is rock. <laughs>